Time now to bring on from SI Golf and his podcast and a bunch of other things, uh, Mr. Gary Van Sickle. Gary, welcome to the golf show. Hi, Gary. Hey, I was with, wish I was with one of you guys in Charlotte or Florida right now because I'm in Pittsburgh and we're finally getting a little snow that last night and right now. And uh, I played golf three times here last week. So this is, this is normal, but it's also demoralizing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm down in Florida, Gary. I got to play yesterday. I'm not going to get to play today or tomorrow because of the weather. So uh, rain, that is. Well, I think this is the first time I've ever played golf in Pittsburgh in February. Really? That, that is just not normal. So, I, you know, in Pittsburgh, we say global warming. We forget why it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of what's bad, uh, there's yeah. some serious fallout from the waste management last week. We had multiple instances of uh, it, bad interactions uh, with fans and players and, you know, seems like all over the golf course. Where are you on this right now? Well, at least two of those altercations did not involve me, so I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh you know, it's tough. The Phoenix Open has this unique atmosphere, especially Saturday, which is the day everybody comes out. But really, it's there Thursday and Friday. To it's a party. You know, I, one of the marshals I talked to last year uh, said, you know, for the first hour every day it's a golf tournament, and then turns into a party. The alcohol hits home. Right. Maybe there's a maybe there's a limit where big becomes too big. Right. And we've got this era of people, I don't know, the selfie era and everything I do and say is important and should be documented. And people <laughs> feel like they have the right to say whatever they want. Right. You know, they talk back, you know, have you been to a movie lately? People are talking back to the screen all the time. Yeah. They're completely rude. Yeah. They're rude online. They're snarky online. And this is society now you're snarky in person where you think in the safety of numbers around the green, you can say whatever you want there. There's something to be said for live golf and that playing the music around the green. It, it's white noise. It drowns out the fans, but I'd have to be pretty loud in Phoenix to drown out those fans. No doubt about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's a, a good in between somewhere, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you walk that line because Again, it's probably 5% of the crowd is over the line, and the other 95% is okay, but that 5% is pretty loud. I mean, what what would you do? I, I don't have a suggestion right now. Yeah, it's like it's, it's you know, for me, whatever goes down on 16 is fine, but it seems like over the years, because everybody wants to get out there and you can only fit so many people in, that – you're at the point where it's all spilling across the golf course and, you know, there's heckling going on in the fifth hole and somebody's yelling at Zach Johnson on the 12th hole and Billy Horschel's getting into an altercation on the, on the third hole. And it's, it's like, it's all 18 holes have become a party zone. And it's like, do we need to either start kicking people out, funnel the, the, the people that want that are there for a party? Do we funnel them somewhere into a party throw up some video screens or something along those lines and get them away from the golf course. Uh, you know, and it's funny you mentioned live golf because John Rahm's already complaining about it's too loud over there. So, uh, you know, where, where the happy medium is, I don't know. You're just going to have to start kicking people out and then that's a bad look. 
you know, there, there has to be, if people aren't going to be responsible, you know, I, I hate to sound like a public service announcement, but if people aren't going to drink responsibly, how do you control that? You know, you're yeah. going to have to, uh, you know, maybe they stamp your hand. And after three stamps, you're done. I don't, you know, they cut, yeah, there's I mean, a limit to how much you can drink. But, you know, you just hand a drink to your buddy. That's not, I mean, I, I only have a workable solution for that. But I think the main problem is people getting overserved. Uh, but you're right. It's spilling over the course everywhere. I, I did a story when I was at, out there last year about the, I talked to the marshals at the 17th hole. And the stuff that goes on at 17 is just as bad. And I, I right. can't even yeah. relate a couple of stories because. They're somewhat pornographic, but guys going out there, speakers and in the bunkers and, you know, it's yeah. a playground. Yeah. So maybe the threat of jail time is, is the way to take care of some of these people. But, you know, again, once yeah. once they're seven beers in, yeah, they don't uh, care. There, there's no there's no logic being involved. You ever try to reason with a drunk at a bar? It doesn't work. No, it, not at all. <laughs> and, and, Gary, my point was, you know, First of all, uh, you know, if, if you cut 10%, if, if you just had the 10% that you were talking about, well, that's 20,000 people. That That's not going to make a difference on the noise that's being made at the Phoenix Open. I mean, um, my, my idea maybe is to do like some of the, the bigger sports events do where you, you cut off liquor sales with, with the last two hours of the, the tournament. At least, you know, it's just not fair. My, my point is it's not fa- You can do that at 16, that's fine, but not 17 and 18. These guys are trying to win a golf tournament on the last, you know, the last day. Uh, 18 has just as, has way more people on it than 16 does, and they're unruly as well. It's, it's shocking to me. Uh, a few years ago, I interviewed whoever what the president was. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but they, uh, he told me, you know, they have, uh, I think they had close to 400 structures on the golf course. And every time I go back, I didn't go this year uh, for the first time in quite a while, but I'm watching on TV and even on number 11, the, or yeah. number 12, the par three, right. there's a big long line of luxury suites. I mean, like a, like a small city, like, well, that wasn't there before. No. You used to be able to walk around that golf course. And now it's, there's stuff. It, it, it's like a, it really is stadium golf. You're inside a stadium right. the whole time. Right. It seems like so. Uh, there's no stopping those people anywhere. I, 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 I like your idea. I, I think that's. I, I, and I think you'll see them come up with something. What else are you going to do? You can't stop people from drinking no. unless you quit selling, and you're just going to have to have to suck it up and say we're going to accept. We're going to accept. Uh, less money from alcohol and maybe you cut off, you know, they cut off people, they cut off admissions at some point. Maybe that's something to do a little earlier too. I, I don't know, but you need to educate these people somehow. And if throwing them out doesn't work or putting them in jail doesn't work. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there needs to be a, a public stockade at the course. People who act dumb, you take them over and, <laughs> Vigilante. Put them in a stockade like the pilgrims, <laughs> and they sit there for a couple hours. Right. And everybody walks by and makes fun of them. I don't know. Let's go back I mean, to seventeen hundred for a solution. I don't know. My well, idea, I mean, you, my, my idea, Mark, would be you know when the leaders get to the tenth tee, that's when it stops. That's when you quit selling liquor. Or well, to my point, Gary, is that you know Nick Taylor's about to pull the trigger on the first playoff hole for birdie, 
you know, to stay in this thing. And uh, yeah. somebody screams, right? I mean, it was blatant, it yeah. was loud, but he, he didn't he didn't flinch and he and he drained the putt. You know, it's a, it would have been a shame if he had flinched and missed that thing. And you go back and go, wow, you know, yeah. does does it need an event like that to force a change? Does it need to have a leader and have somebody scream at the top of his backswing on 17 and the guy comes over the top of it and hits it in the water and loses the golf tournament. I mean, we don't want that to happen, but if that happens, then they're going to have to make changes. Yes, that's right. It's, it's conceivable. Look, I keep, I hate to keep talking about stuff I wrote, but I, I'll go back a few years. There's another factor here. Let, let's not, let's not just assume it was accidental that somebody's yelling on a backswing and it was a drunk. Yeah. We've got online wagering, and you know I live in a state where I can sit here and bet my phone all day long. Mm-hmm. There are now people who have money to be won and lost. People can now influence their bets, perhaps, by doing things like that. And I go back to Carnoustie when you know I forget which comeback it was of Tigers. I think that was the year, that was the year Molinari won, yeah. I believe. And Tigers coming up eighteen, and he had a shot out of the rough. And somebody in the stands right behind them, you know, the Brits are known for being, you know, very polite spectators. <laughs> but somebody screamed right on Tiger's backswing, and Tiger hit a poor shot, and he looked back, and he was all ticked off. And Tiger was sort of on the edge of contention. He kind of already crapped the bed. But I thought right away, it's like, you know, they have legal betting over there. I thought right away, that was a guy who had money on somebody other than Probably, Tiger. yeah. Probably. So now that was, I mean, that was what? That was what, five, six years ago? At least. So yeah. now yeah. now we've got the tourists done in about faith and we got betting everywhere. Why, if you're unscrupulous and you're, if you're a gambler, there's no such thing as scruples, you're out there rooting for your money. Right. Why wouldn't you try to influence your bet somehow? So I, I think, I think the, the gambling thing was a bad idea for the tour to ever get involved with. And now this is another I – don't, I don't think that's what's going on in Phoenix, but, you know, how would you know? You, you right. don't know. So I, this, you're right. This was, this was the straw that tore the, Achille, the camel's Achilles tendon, and it's going to have to be fixed. Yep. I was going to say broke the back, but that's a cliche. <laughs> the camel's Achilles tendon blew it out. It's got to be fixed. This was, this was it. This was the moment that there's going to be changes. Not only in Phoenix, but everywhere. Yeah. Well, Gary, we appreciate the time. We look forward to uh, checking with uh, with you now and again during the season, uh, preview some events, and talk about some past events. Well, as you can see, I don't have opinions at all, so I'm available anytime. Perfect. Thanks a lot, my <laughs> Thank man. You, have Gary. a good one. Thanks.